morning, good afternoon, good night. This is Downtown K for another Downtown Podcast. And I have the beautiful, the stunning, Candy K. Thank you. What's um, going on? I'm here. How are you? I'm good. Other than this downtown traffic, I'm good. It's crazy. Welcome to the dot. <laughs> Seriously. Um, it's a pleasure to meet you. You as well. I, I'm sorry for those of you listening, you just don't get to look at her beautiful eyes, so I'm sorry. <laughs> and I'm going to make you feel awkward, because that's just what I do. Um, let's start off with how you became Candy K. Um, I was actually Flex J first. Um, Dope. Yeah, from when I, when I was like 14 all the way till 18. And then I got flown out to New York by Alicia Keys' former manager when I was 19. He told me the name Flex J was so whack and I need to change really? it. Really? Yep. And I kind of like that. He said it sounds like a dude's name. So for about <laughs> a year, I was trying to like figure out, like, how do you just switch names? You know what I mean? Because everyone used to call me Flex. Yeah. Because I was mad flexible. Just I was just about to ask that. Like, how do you earn the name? Just always flexible. I'm jealous. I can only do a tumble. A little. No, I was <laughs> born doing the splits. Like, literally. <laughs> just able to do anything, really. But... Um, I, I sat down with a couple like former friends and we were just like thinking of names and like what suits me and you know it kind of just came together like You're candy sweet. and then kisses just because I, I always usually have candy on me if I have a purse or a bag there's <laughs> always candy in it I have the biggest sweet tooth do you and have any candy now? I don't have no bag with me but I did in my car I do I have like a little stash everywhere Um, other than that yeah the kisses just kind of came about just something cute to add to it but we, we dropped the kisses so now it's just candy k candy k yes. so hence the kisses team yes or am i saying it correct yes okay. it, it was my team kisses but that that's team that's kisses. old news now so it's just candy k so you dropped the team i dropped the team i dropped because i was ready to audition like no i want to no, go that's, that's all <laughs> gone so it's just it, we dropped the kisses we dropped the team because team kisses is gone and now it's just candy k short and so sweet. with that as an artist did that drop anything for you no creatively is no, it the same? no, it added value to myself. It's, sometimes there's not there's not much value in having people around you that aren't for you or that aren't that aren't um how oh, I nicely word this that aren't you don't have to be nice <laughs> like we're about the realness absolutely but you know the people other people's feelings involved so it I feel like me myself and I is the best way to go sometimes you know what I mean I'm still building the right team versus just any team. And you know what, um, don't feel a ways about that because it's like, I remember even with certain things that getting to this point and someone said to me, you know, how are you going to fill other people's cup if your cup is empty? Empty, exactly. So, you know, it's not that you're being selfish, but you got to help yourself to get to a certain point and then you can, if you choose, go back and work with those people or help those people. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. All right. So, were you always rapping? What are? You, what do you consider yourself a rapper? Uh, I consider myself an artist, but I do say rapper sometimes because I do rap. Yeah. Um, I started off singing back when I was like thirteen, fourteen. Um, Is it like everybody always say they start early? Were you like? Legit? No, I did. Like, I, I think it was like the sixth grade. I had a school project for English class, and it was poetry. We had to choose a type of poetry, and I selected songwriting. You know, and my group selected songwriting. With that, we instead of just saying the lyrics, we decided to try to sing them. We found out through that process that one of the girls in the group could sing. 
she was trying to tell me and another girl to try singing. So we tried singing, and coincidentally, we could all sing. So it just kind of went hand in hand a little bit, and um, from there on out, I just started like practicing. Then people were telling me that I was good, so I started making little cassette tapes, Duh, recording I it those off days. like the karaoke <laughs> machines. You know what I mean? And um, from there, I just started hanging around more artists, like more a lot. You know, back from the beginning of time, yeah. males did music. You know what yeah. I mean? So a lot of my guy friends were rappers. I would start hanging around with them, doing a couple of singing records, and I was like, you know what? I want to learn how to rap. I was always a tomboy. I was hung around a lot of guys when I was younger. Yeah, so yeah. I want to learn what these guys is doing. I want to do what the guys are doing. And sure enough, my boy that was a rapper, he had a studio in his house. He just taught me, let me see what you do first. I'll write the second verse, you write the first verse. And I wrote some bullshit, like <laughs> one and one plus two equals me and you, like some dumb shit. You know what I mean? Usually when you're trying to, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and then he was teaching me like the formula of like bars and and um, punchlines. Was that a hard process for you to like? It wasn't a. Well, I wouldn't say it was a hard process. It was an ongoing process. You know, I've been doing it for so from so young, not knowing that there was a real formula, formula to, to it, it. You know, mm-hmm. so I was just kind of winging it, like listening to random people winging it, and then I was like, oh, 10, 15 years later, there's actually a formula. Yeah. yeah so. But that's dope because yeah. what I get from that is you seem like you were an amazing student, and that's the type of people that people want to work with. To yeah. some degree, you have to have your backbone, but you're willing to listen to the things that don't sound like bullshit. Exactly. You know? So that's dope. All right. So fast forward now. Um, let's see. Be me now. Yes. How did that sound come about? Uh, you really want to know? Really, I'm really not doing it in order. I want to know. Okay. Can I ask you first when's your birthday? I'm a Gemini, June 2nd. June 2nd? Yes. All right. I like you. My ex. You probably don't like me, but I like you. What are you? Libra. What month is that? September. Well, I'm ending in September, but September 29th. See, I have nothing against Libras. I don't know much about Libras. That's so, all right. So, so you're in the wind. That's good. <laughs> so the song Be Me Now came about. Uh, my ex and I broke up four years ago. Wait, uh, three years ago. And long story short, he dated... Prior his, to the song? Before This was before the song. Okay. Um, we broke up, and he was seeing his chick after me. They broke up. We got back together. Um, or he was just messing with her. We got back yeah. together, then we broke up, and then he dated her best friend. I totally get the song now. And she was trying to be me. Like, she was trying to take my position. She was trying to play the role. Within a couple months, she got pregnant. It was all planned, you know, from from what I, from yeah, what, yeah, how yeah, I yeah, saw yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, yo, look at this little bitch. Like, she's just trying to be me. Like, you could take his ass, because I don't want him no more. You know what I mean? On your Tony Baxton. Just... So, the thing about being a rapper is you turn every confident moment into a cocky moment that's the power of rap and you 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 you, you twist it you 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 add a little smirk to it to have everyone like yo that shit's hard you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i went like i was just thinking like this girl's whack as fuck you're whack as fuck like you, you clearly want to be me and take my position you haven't even known him for not even six months you don't know all the bullshit yeah and now you're getting pregnant by a dude like that you know nothing about yeah you want the relationship I had. So I was like, let me just put a little spin on it, make it a song, and... Am I allowed to ask? Is there someone that helps Candy K smile? No. No? God. Right. Amen. God. The, the Lord above. The Lord. <laughs> That's That right. is the only man in my life. That's all right. Um, and my brother right here. I really like that concept because that's dope. I'm best friends with my brother too. So like, I was so actually ecstatic when you were like, yeah, you know, I was like, dope. That's my right. ride or die. Another reason why I'm just gonna be in love with her. <laughs> um, 
you know I like that because a lot of times even for myself like gone through some breakups and you just let it get to you and instead you turn your pain into passion mm-hmm. and that that was dope I really like that track too and I got that back so I was like let me ask her like you know where'd you get that inspiration from um thank you fast forward now in between Be Me Now and the EP or did you have a bunch of tracks that you kind of just so in between that time frame I dropped I don't remember what I dropped after that but I do remember that Be Me Now was just a conceited rap I was just trying to figure out what people wanted from me that was last year I was trying to figure out is that hard what, yeah, because, you, mind you, I was signed to Flowrider, right? So I'm coming out of that not knowing what people want to hear from me because I never really put out music when I was signed to him. I put out one song. Are you still currently? No. Okay. I decided to go independent. Dope. Um, that was my choice. Dope. So I was just trying to, I put out like three songs that year. I think I put out My Body, Fuck Friends, and then Be Me Now. My Body and, and Fuck Friends were two R&B records. Mm-hmm. Be Me Now was the rap record, and I was just trying to see what people like better. I like the word you say, the way you say fuck. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> say it cool. Um, so anyways, Be Me Now actually got the least ratings. Really? Like the least views, yeah. Surprisingly. Um, actually, My Body and then and then Be Me Now. Fuck Friends got the most, I'm assuming because it's yeah. the title. Yeah. Um, so from in between that time with my EP, I was working with a team of people in Toronto that I was creating with and... We were working on an R&B project because I felt the R&B was going best for me. I was working with them for between six months to a year. And we did a lot of records, but none none that I was... I was only passionate about one or two. Yeah. It wasn't really and it's, connecting. It wasn't connecting. It wasn't working. My, I haven't mastered my R&B sound yet, so... A lot of the songs weren't coming out how I wanted them to come out, or I didn't really have a clear vision for how I wanted them to come out. So I decided to take a step back and say, you know what, let me go through solidarity and just do me. Like, let me just try to figure this shit out on my own. And I ended up doing a 180 and just writing that whole EP in two weeks. And it it was my best project. And I felt like it was a a mix of frustration. Can I agree with you? Yeah, of course. Like, I, like... I'm happy like it came from you. If it came like it didn't feel like a female EP to me. Like right. like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was like from levels to even the ex is it ex bitch? Yeah. Like even though I didn't like yeah I heard your voice but it didn't feel like because I'm like a tomboy myself. Right. You know. Mm. Catch me outside. I'm in my t-shirt. No bra. What's up? You know. <laughs> but it's like I just. And I don't know if you're going for a Toronto vibe, but as someone born and raised in Toronto, I connected a lot with the shit you were saying. Like, That's dope. And I know a lot of girls, like, all when you're like, you know, I need to get you through a date. I was like, yes. <laughs> like, you know, I have my little flasky. Just yeah. yes. Like, I, like, you know, what, did you cry? What record made you cry when you are writing it? Like, let's, let's be real. Because with, with rap, I wouldn't say I cry, but... All in the Line did have me really emotional when I was writing it because I had to really recall some hard times that people still don't know about. You know, people listen to it and they still don't hear the message behind it. But I threw a lot of subliminals in there. You know what I mean? So it had to, it took me to bring up some really dark, painful stuff. I was so happy that you did, though. Yeah, because I ended up being the best, the best record on there. And it was the realest, the, the most authentic. And there's too many girls that just rap about bullshit. So, And I know so many females that could 
connect to those scenarios. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whether they're about that life or not, like it. I'm happy that you did that. Thank like, you. I'm happy you didn't hold back and oh, as a female, you know what I mean. I know girls probably sit there. Oh, I want, I want to sound cute. I don't want to say this. Like, nah. No filter. Like, yeah, just say that shit. Like how it really comes. So, let's dig into levels. Banger. Thank you. Another thank banger. You, thank you. Love the video. Thank you. Dope. I love all your looks. Thank to be you. honest, I love the looks that you used for the EP. But levels, how was that experience for you writing that track? Um, it was cool. It was like another one. I wouldn't say it hit home, but it didn't hit home. Um, cause I'm talking real stuff, but I'm still not talking about like it was like the radio record. Would you say? It, yeah, more of the radio record, the club, the one, the club banger. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I'm I can still, see the aces. I I saw it. While yeah, I, was I yeah. see the aces. I'm like, okay, okay, yeah, okay. But, you know, I'm still talking about, like, almost dying in the record, you know? Like, Legit. I got into a car accident with my brother in the car, and we did, like, a 360 on the highway. We spun around twice, saw oncoming traffic twice. And, you know, then we smashed into a guardrail. And, like, that was, to me, like, the closest to-death death experience I've ever went through. And um felt like, why not put it in a song? Legit. I, and, you know, God had me, so it was like... When you go through things like that, doesn't it just... Like, it's not a conceited nature, but when people try and, like, talk to you, it's not that you're being rude, but it's, like, when you go through certain shit, you know where that where that stems from when you're saying certain shit. So it's not even, like, I don't know, was that the same kind of experience? Because I, you know, I've been through some yeah. shit, and it's just, like, to a certain degree, when certain people ask me things, I just know. It's just a no, or yep. fuck off, yep. or whatever, whatever I feel, and it's, no, it's not that I'm trying to disrespect you, you just can't tell me yeah. nothing like yeah. you haven't been through shit like that yeah like and that's why when i hear like a lot of people underestimate light-skinned women you know or a lot of females in general definitely and um that's why i wanted people to hear the, the raw authenticity and and a little bit of pain you know and that the fact is that all in the line has the most ratings on um i can see that. apple music and I think my other record, Problems. And, like, I've been getting the most oh, feedback on levels and all in the line and problems. And to me, that just shows me which direction I need to go in, you know? It tells me whether people want to hear more authentic, raw stuff from me. And they want to hear my stories, which is really what I want to do. Because nowadays, in 2018, everybody's rapping about bullshit. You know, people don't rap about real-life situations anymore. And to be fair, half of their stories are made up. That's why mm-hmm. they don't have anything else mm-hmm. to rap about, you know? Facts. Um... Your process, you're in the studio, like, what helps you set your vibe? When I'm or, recording or yeah, when I'm writing? When reco- well, okay, how do you do it? Is your writing separate or, like, do you like to record? I like to write in my car. I like to write in my car. It's silent. I can blast the music, feel Are it. Are you parked up somewhere special? Um, No, I can write anywhere. As long as it's emptiness, like, around me. As long as it's, like, an empty parking lot or in between a couple houses, you That's know, something, somewhere empty. Um... I could write in the studio too, but I like to write and record when no one's around. Just the engineer, maybe my brother, and that's it. Is it a nervous, like a nerves no, thing? No, just, or is I, like it just to, I like, I'm all energy. about energy and solidarity, and, and I, I like calmness. You know, like people ask me, what do you do before your shows? Like, do you turn up before you? I'm like, no, I go, don't bother me before my show. Like, I focus, you know, gotcha. everything I do when I'm in the studio, I don't smoke, I don't drink, I just key in and focus. I'm a very focused artist. I don't got time for like drinking and smoking and turning up before I record and turning up before I go on stage. Like I take my craft very seriously. You know, to me, it's not a joke. And 
It's about focusing. You're hungry. You're I'm hungry. hungry. I don't have time to be sitting here getting intoxicated and, you know, just to make my music better. That's a bad habit right there. So I've 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 heard that. So kudos to you because I know a lot of people they can't they need advice. Yep. Um let's break down X bitch. <laughs> Was no, it kind of the same idea? Bitch. <laughs> Honestly, it goes to all my exes. It wasn't in like one particular ex. It was like a dude I was seeing too, you know. Um, it just kind of like hit me. Like it was just a saying. I'm like, yo, your ex looks nothing like me. Like how the hell did you end up with that? Like, and he was just like, yo, I don't know. And every girl be fronting. We, we act like we don't check to see who they're no, I, dating. Well, I, I know. Smile if I we feel know. like they're not up to standard. I know all my all my exes, <laughs> which is very few of them, or any guy I'm talking to. Yeah. I know who their next girl is that they're with. Legit. And it's never anybody cuter or more intelligent or more just not up to par not up to par they don't have an education not to bash anybody but like they don't have an education they don't look how i look they're not in good shape like i am like it's not to bash anything but it's just like i've never seen anybody legit legit like none of my exes or guys i talk to can can compare like Mm -hmm. i've been the i feel like i've been the best catch when i say best catch i know my my work you know i know i cook clean i got a good little resume going on i'm coming over on a sunday i can cook anything you name it. I just had some stewed chicken and rice and peas. I got you. <laughs> I got you. I love that. So you're all around, like, you're down to earth. Um, you can write your own tracks. Do you have any influence in, like, your beats? Like, how do you how do you choose your beats? Because that was the next layer. So, one, I enjoyed your EP for your lyrical content. But the beats Thank you. were fire. Like, Thanks. I'm a girl. I love my bass booming like yep. i don't care people looking at me like i like my bass boom. like right. it, that's why i kept saying to you, it you didn't feel, feel it. like i was listening to like a girl you feel like you were bumping some you know shit, what I, mean? yeah. I was bumping some shit like legit so it's like your beats now like do you have a major influence in it or is it like it's all just based off what i'm feeling at the time if i if i when i turn that i literally take a day or a couple hours to go through beats i don't just when people send me beats i don't go through them one at a time I take a day to go through my all my yeah. emails and just like find all the beats that I never opened up and then I listen to them and I just see what vibes come to mind. Sometimes I hear a beat and I'll just start thinking of a melody right away or I'll think of lyrics right away or I'll think of uh, so just, you know, a vibe right away. And if I catch a vibe, put that aside. Downtown! Boss here talk. You just had three burgers and zero fruit. I just talked to Downtown K, and she said you should eat fruit and mind your business. You be alright. Downtown! So I could close off that part of the song, half the song. Let me look at my notes, because I'm so concentrated looking at you. You're so amazing to speak with. I haven't even, like, really, I don't think, asked anything on here. (laughs) So, where do you represent for? I represent for Toronto, but... I mainly just represent for me, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, I've... When pe- the thing is, when people hear me speak in Toronto, they... The Thank first thing stickers. they for the first thing they say is that I don't sound like I'm from Toronto. Yeah. And I s- don't know why, you know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, I don't have an East End accent. And a lot of people from Toronto have an East End accent, you know what I mean? What you trying to say about East End, girl? Nothing! <laughs> it's just I don't, I don't have that accent, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? No, I hear it. In the, in the West like End, yeah. in the West End, 
the accent's not as thick of a, like it doesn't have that Torontonian yeah, accent yeah, 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 in the yeah, West yeah. End, you know. So I don't feel like I ever grew up with a Toronto accent. Girl, just say I've been traveling. But that's it. I'll get into that. You know, my brother has a, a little bit of a Western accent, but I don't. You know, and it's because I've spent so much time in the states. I lived in Miami for two years, um, and I spent. I was going back and forth from Jersey and New York to Canada for four years. I dated an American for four years. Mm-hmm. When you're influenced by a person you're dating for four years, it catches on. You become the person who you're dating. That's who. But also, you know, you're in the studio and people are correcting your English. Yeah, they're saying, "Don't say it like this. Say it like that." So eventually that it rubs off on you, especially when that's all you're around, like for four years or six, seven years, you're only around Americans talking to you a certain way, you, you unconsciously pick up certain lingo. So I'm going to jump back a bit because you kind of hinted on, I remember I was going to ask you about that. So you, in one of the tracks, I think it was on, in all, all on, on the line, line again, um, you kind of went into, honey, your funds are low and... To me, this is my interpretation. You're just like, fuck it. Went across the border and tried to tank. And the blessings have just been flowing since. How is that? If I'm, like, correct me where I'm wrong. But how is that for you? Like, a lot of girls or Girlfriend, a lot of people, you is not about to get me locked up. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no. I cannot answer that All question. Right. No <laughs> comment. No comment. All right. Fast forward. I'm, I'm, no worries. But in terms of just following your dreams yes and not letting your rear view hold you back or you know because i even look at our parents or my i'll look at my family for Mm -hmm. example like my my mom you know you came from jamaica yeah we look at our parents now oh you came from jamaica but to think about you actually had to leave your regular setting and be like yo this 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 right how was that for you to be like all right i'm gonna be okay I'm going to hold my ground. Nothing really familiar is around me. It takes a lot of strength to get up and leave your way you're comfortable and go to a foreign country or state or different city and just be comfortable around a new surrounding. It, it took a lot for me to do it, and there was a lot of pros, a lot of cons, um, a lot of make-you-and-break-you situations that I went through. Um, a lot of times where I said, F this, I want to go home, and I couldn't go home. You know, it was a chance I had to take. It was experiences I had to go through the end of the day i am where i am because i went through those experiences so i'm grateful for it all sometimes you've got to take a leap of faith and and the the only thing i would say through it all is if i didn't have god i would not still be here you know god got me through all the obstacles yeah um for you now as a female going through this and trying to come up in the industry and coming from toronto because i know that's another there like what was that or how is that experience for you as a female coming up from toronto has been very and you're pretty because <laughs> i know no but i know that's a thing you know what i mean that it's definitely tougher coming coming up from the suburbs like mississauga you know yeah. versus like me growing up in the hood in toronto like yeah. jane and finch or yeah. regent park if i grew up in regent park or it would have been, been a lot different i would have been taken over you know you those so? those hell yeah those areas but because i'm so secluded in mississauga where i don't really talk to too many people it's a lot harder for me to get the people around me that i don't really affiliate with to how do That's i say true. this to respect your art to respect my art you know what i mean i had to get it ground up by myself to get acknowledged by people from america yeah. to gain respect here sometimes with you first america did you know, I was very well known in the city, but America was the first to really say, yo, sh- 
she got what it takes. You know what I mean? She needs that push. Americans. And don't, I don't want to get you in trouble. Yeah. So don't answer if you're not comfortable. But even personally for me, with the vlog coming up, and I'm like, okay, female doing this. I see it all the time. People rather go to It's Biscuit or the shade room or whatever as opposed to someone they know in their hometown yep. like doing something to like to understand that it's all like a puzzle piece that has to come together and you're repping like for your city yep. in a sense um now for you you're you're having to prove your art improve your your place on top of just stunting on people all at the same time mm -hmm. so it's like were you comfortable during this experience or did it make you, were you like really uncomfortable? Where you're like, uh, I don't know, I don't know, all the time. When going to the States? When going to the States, when having to do shows. Well, or at, at the end tomorrow. of the day, I don't feel like I'm ever stunting on nobody. You know, I've always just did me. I've always, you don't I've always see had that a, way. I've always had a small circle, you know what I mean? I just do me. Like, I don't, I don't, I'm a loner. I consider myself a loner, and that's by choice. You know what I mean? I choose to be secluded. I choose to still be nice when i meet people i'm still yeah. very nice you know people think i'm manners and respect people think yeah. i'm a bitch when they just see me but i'm very nice you know what well I mean? she ain't a bitch <laughs> <laughs> but no like i'm i don't feel like i'm stuck up i don't feel like i'm rude or or in people's faces you know and if i'm in people's faces it's for the for right reason. reason it's because i'm in people's faces to say yeah bitch i'm here like Not you know true. i really do this and i'm really i take my craft very seriously it took me to get acknowledged out of town and get for for people in Canada to respect me now that when, now that I'm back in my city, I'm like, you know what? Let me really get popping in my own city. You know, I, I already know that Americans fuck with me. Let me get popping in my own city and make my own city fuck with me. But I feel like at the same time, that's what bugs me about Toronto because they don't need to do that. I call it like the Draking effect. You know what I mean? Because I know you have to go through it too, where it's like you're waiting for other people to say people from your own city. Are popping like why yep you know what i mean yep um okay fast forward something funny <laughs> so the video clip via your instagram that you posted with the um you're doing the freestyle which is bomb yeah or the acapella yeah um the white lady in the background oh yeah <laughs> she was hating she was hating on you was girl. she hating or was she just like completely like what is the word she I'm was like that. For? She was like that for every artist. Okay, I thought she me. was just really drunk or something because I didn't think she, she was. Did, if you saw the crowd, she did not fit, fit in with the crowd at all. Okay, I got it. It was all gangsters <laughs> and hood niggas in there. So for her to be there, the only other white person in there was the DJ. So she was she dated. Is. She was DJ's girlfriend. Obvious. Okay. You know, so I don't know if it's because I was a female. She was rolling her eyes Definitely. or whatever. But I'm like, you bitch, killed it. If I had seen that before, I would have. Hey, listen. <laughs> you, you're not enjoying my performance I would have called her out you know what I mean I love the fact that you did that as well um how was that experience for you South by South West yes how was that it was dope it was an experience that all artists and music anyone in the music industry should go to and, and, and experience it's it's, it's all different artists all over the world hustling in so many different ways, promoting themselves in so many different ways, using whatever platform they can, sidewalks, small stages, big stages, 10-foot posters and flyers, every single way you can think of to promote yourself, they're doing it. Did you have fun? I did, I did. It was an ex definitely an experience that I will not forget, and I know how to prepare for next year even better. Not that any experience was less out there, but what was something that stuck out with you and you really like brought back home with you? Just that you got to take advantage of every opportunity. Every, every, almost every store on the strip was all bars. 
and all the bars are set up with stages inside of them. So it's like you could just walk in and say, "Can I perform?" And they may or may not say yes or no, but <laughs> depending on who yeah, but like probably like seven or eight at a time, at, at a ten times they're gonna say yeah. You know, so it's like you guys gotta take a chance. You gotta network. That's the whole point of it. Networking is is key to everything. Key to what door you walk through. So, what are some artists that you feel inspire you or helped inspire you? Um, along your your journey as an artist, I wouldn't say too many artists. Like, it doesn't even have to be just musically. Like, you yeah. know, just what are some people that are not yourself? And God that yeah. just kind of helped you to I would be say artists artists like um Nikki obviously because she's opened doors for females yeah, in a different way, you know what Legit. I mean? Um Missy Elliott, um <laughs> Fabulous with his wordplay. He's dope. Dave East with his authentic okay. lyricism. Can I can I zap you? That Today all that, I was that, listening to Type of Time. That's one of my favorite yep. tracks from Dave East. Like Drake, how he could switch it up, Don't, you know what definitely. I mean. But I feel like that's a Toronto thing, and I'm happy like he he shows that that because yeah. they hear like controller and tracks like that, and it's like, oh, he's trying to be Caribbean, like nah. bro, that's Toronto, like you come here, like that's that's what it he's is. He's repping for his city. He's yeah. repping. Like, um, do you see any songs like that for you? I have a, I have a like a couple reggae songs. I never like reggae vibe, Toronto vibes out songs that I haven't put out yet. I love hard candy. Yeah. Yeah. But that's Raw, just I'm just authentic. being biased cuz that's my that's my type. Like I just be at my desk just <laughs> pissed off just getting the anger out on the the, the, the keyboard. But it's motivating at the same time. It's like I don't at the end of the track I like the order that you put the tracks in as well. Thank you. Um it just I didn't feel heavy when it was done. Like it just I don't know if you considered all these things. These are things that I do kind of take I into did, consideration I when I listen. And it's just the the vibe and the emotions that I went through. It was just... To the it point. Was, it was great. And at the end of it, I was like, okay, restart. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, oh, that's it? Like, yeah. And restart. So that's always an ultimate sign that you have something like... And they want to, you want to rehear it. Yep. Yeah. Um, okay. In terms of moving forward in your career and expanding, are there other things that you're working on or you're just strictly focusing on the music now it's solely the music um always been the music uh, this is the most serious i've been about my music but you know i'm a hustler so i'm gonna always have multiple hustles going uh i'm gonna always figure out other ways to promote my music so i have a lash page because i do lash, lash extensions on the side yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I also have a fitness page because I notice a lot of people on my main Instagram page oh, love to see my workout stuff. Mm-hmm. And I figured, why not get the fitness community to mess with my music and mess Definitely. with me? If I if I get them on board, that's a whole other. They're huge. Exactly, huge. that's a whole other category mm-hmm. and clientele and fan base of people to have with the music. So I can I'm, see you doing a lot with style. Yeah. Well, you I know, I might, style. I might, I might even do that. You never know. I got, I got a lot of stuff in the works, and it's all, it's all coming from different directions. It, it's like a big bubble music, and then it's like, how can I get different categories and, and um, yeah, categories of people to, okay. to, to mess with me. Okay. Um. Let's see. So, <clears throat> sorry. Another question. You, you mentioned that you were independent now. You're no longer signed with. Um, Flow. Flow, Flow, Writers label. Um, 
I won't ask you too much. If are you comfortable with talking about how that came about? What made you? What led you to that decision? Um, like to leave? Yeah. Um, or I, just to be independent? Just to be independent. I just as at some point in time, it, you got to do you. You know what I mean? You can only do so much under someone. Like mm-hmm. they can guide you. They could. They can help you. But at the end of the day, you know, he's an artist himself. He got to focus on him. So. I wanted to be able to, I was signed to him for two years, I wanted to be able to say, you know what, if I walk away from this, it's my fault if it doesn't work out, mm-hmm. not it's his fault. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to take that chance. I, I took two years of my, two years dedicated to him and how he wanted yeah, to he push did. my career mm-hmm. and I was like, you know what, it's time for me to do me and see how it goes. I'd rather blame myself than... Was that hard for you? The decision? To make that decision? It was, but I prayed about it and got my, my answers, so... Definitely. Yeah. Um... And in terms, like, I know people always say, oh, like, independent is better because they're looking on the surface. But then when they start getting into the work of what... It's expensive, it's hard, it's a lot. It's a lot. But how is the experience so far? It's been good because I'm in control. I love, as long as I'm in control, I'm happy. So does that mean, like, your visuals, your... Everything. 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 That's dope. I'm in control. That's dope. So what is the best way for people to like get in contact with you your fans google wanna... me bitch i'm kidding <laughs> um you can google me but you can find me everywhere at candy k music that's k-a-n-d-y-k music candy k music on youtube on google on instagram on twitter yeah and um is there mm-hmm. anything that you would like to leave the audience with i'll ask you that and let you think about it. Yeah. And then I'm gonna ask you a question to ask everyone that does the podcast. So you have to look away. <laughs> so you're downtown, you just lost it all, you only get one. Yep. Who do you call? I'll say it one more time. You're downtown, you just lost it all, you only get one. Who do you call? I called my mom. She gonna cuss me, but it, it, it would be my grandmother. You're going to make your grandmother pick you up all the way downtown? That's real. Listen, my grandmother is the strongest rider, supportive, genuine person alive, selfless person alive that I know. You know what I mean? I know whatever I need, whatever I need in a situation like that, she'd be the first person to call now, if it was a situation where, you know, a nigga was trying me or something, my brother, for sure. <laughs> you're going to have to dust back on. Nah, for real, you know what I mean? But, like, he knows what it is. He knows how my, how our grandmother is, and my grandmother is Queen B. Legit. I read it. Um, now, back to the first question. I'm next up. What you mean? That's it. I'm next up. Every I feel like you're here. Females, female. I'm here. You're here. But I'm next up. Like, I got next is what I mean. I'm here, and females need to know that, that I'm here, and they need to be... Beware, because I see a lot of females trying to come up, but they need to know what they're in competition with. Legit. You know what I mean? What they're in competition with. Legit. I ain't got no competition, but... Legit. Legit. Yeah, I'm next, so... Downtown, 100% behind the movement. I love your vibe. I love your energy. I definitely feel the authenticity and just, you feel like a humble soul. Thank you. I'm really, I'm really happy that you agreed to do the podcast, and a lot of the times you find artists, they're too... I mean, there's been certain artists where we're supposed to do the podcast, and the night before, they're up with their friends, um, 
doing whatever they're Not doing. Serious. I won't put no people on blast with doing whatever they're doing. And I'm like, bro, you're you don't even have nothing out yet. How are you live? How are you moving like this? A lot of artists aren't serious. Think they're it's a not, game. So I really respect that and I appreciate that from you, and it tells me a lot about yourself as well. So downtown, don't waste no time with negativity. What is a way you don't waste time with negativity? I get shit done. I'm not worried about nobody else but myself. I'm on my own business. That's how. I always say on my page, eat fruit and mind your business. Yep. <laughs> yep. Well, thank you. This has been Downtown K, another episode of Downtown Podcast, and have a wonderful, wonderful week. Thank you. You too. About to go downtown. Yeah. Downtown. You about to go downtown.